Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, Dr. Michael Sala with us. We're going to take calls next hour with Michael. Michael, the Pentagon setting up this new unit to investigate UFOs. Is that a ruse or is that legit? What do you think? Well, I think it's a continuation of the way in which the the Pentagon has been dealing with uh, these uh, uh, Navy pilot sightings of uh, those UFOs in 2004, Mm -hmm. 2015. Uh, It's been looking at it all in terms of them being a threat. And uh, this is, I I think, uh, just one group within the, uh, the Pentagon, within the whole national security establishment that wants to look at this whole phenomenon as a threat, whether or not uh, the UFOs are representing a, a breakthrough technology possessed by China or Russia, which constitutes a national security threat, uh, or whether it's uh, we're talking about extraterrestrials. And, and so it's all framed as an unknown. Uh, but I, I truly believe that uh, it is known that people uh, within the Pentagon do know what those craft were, and uh, I think that there's good reason to believe that some of those craft, if not all of those craft, actually belong to the Air Force, that these were craft built for the Air Force by a top aerospace corporation like Lockheed Martin. And they were testing them on us. They were testing them. This, this was an ideal way for these uh, new um, craft that I believe were built for the Air Force by a major corporation to be tested against the best uh, Navy surveillance technologies and their uh, and their latest generation of uh, F-18 Hornets to see how effective the Navy were, were in, in responding to these craft. And I say that because there are a number of reasons why we can suspect that uh, the craft were Air Force secret space program craft. Uh, two of the personnel that were involved in tracking uh, these UFOs that approached uh, the the Navy jets, uh, they say that two personnel uh, came on board and confiscated the film uh, with the uh, commander of that of that ship accompanying the personnel and the personnel on one of the ships on the USS Nimitz actually wore Air Force patches. So these were Air Force personnel confiscating Navy footage. So, you know, Hmm. right away you have to suspect that something is going on here involving the Air Force. Michael, what's the latest with UFO crash retrievals? Because that uh, seems to be popping up a lot these days too. Well, that is really one of the exciting new developments for those of us that are involved in this research in terms of this becoming a topic that has more mainstream outreach, that the the New York Times uh, just uh, over a month ago released this uh, major story where they cited uh, Dr. Eric Davis giving briefings to congressional staffers and to Pentagon officials about uh, these otherworldly crafts uh, that were in the possession of a corporation being studied. And we know from earlier remarks and interviews Dr. Davis has given that uh, he is talking about a program that he was made aware of back in 2002 uh, where there was an Admiral Thomas Wilson trying to find out 
what a major corporation was doing in terms of reverse engineering a captured extraterrestrial craft. So Davis knew about this. He was giving briefings to congressional staffers and officials in Pentagon who were, who were receptive to getting that information. And the New York Times decided to run that story. Now, I think the New York Times is, uh, is, is the paper of record, and it, it, it makes a, a topic like the UFOs and like uh, reverse engineering of crashed extraterrestrial vehicles, it makes a topic like that either something to be avoided or something to be investigated. And by virtue of the fact that the New York Times ran that story, now a lot of other... Uh, major media companies are starting to do their own investigations, and I know that there are a lot of professionals out there who who just really thought anyone talking about rever- you know, secret reverse engineering of crashed extraterrestrial craft were, were just you know tinfoil hat people and just to be ignored. Now they realise that they were lied to, that their security clearances didn't mean anything that they were just lied to, and so now they're paying attention. Well, and Eric Davis is an astrophysicist who has been working for the government, and he basically told them these things are out of this world. That's exactly right. I mean, this is where uh, you you have the mainstream mainstreaming of the UFO literature. Now, all of a sudden, uh, you've got a lot of professionals out there Trying to find out, well, you know, what is, what is the credible information we can get about this whole process? You know, when did these reverse engineering programs begin? And of course, it's, I don't think it's accidental that the Bob Lazar story suddenly uh, has become uh, mainstream. You know, he's got a documentary, he put out a book, uh, he's been getting a lot of uh, attention. Uh, he was interviewed on the Joe Rogan show, and I know there's been a lot of other shows that that have been covering. Uh, him and so I, I think this is part of a rollout. That this is part of a one initiative, a, a white hat initiative, if you like, to make people aware that uh, some of these UFOs did crash, that they were extraterrestrial in origin, and that they are being studied and reverse engineered as we speak, and and that uh, the, the the kind of uh, approach that Dr. Davis has been putting out, and the same thing with uh, Bob Lazar, is that the reverse engineering efforts basically haven't been very successful. And I, and I think that's going to be part of the rollout that we're witnessing, that uh, these reverse engineering attempts didn't succeed, and so a lot more money and resources needs to be put into this. It is amazing what's going on. Over the last year or two, Michael, why does it seem to be happening so quickly after years and years of all of you trying to get information, now it seems to be flowing like crazy. Well, I, I think we are uh, fast approaching uh, really uh, major time, major turning point um, in terms of our planet and in terms of the, the United States as, uh, as, as a nation. I, I think this coming election is the most important election in our lifetime. I, 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 and I say that as an Australian, I'm not, not American, but I look at it just as an objective observer. And I think when I look at all of the issues that are involved, this is the most important presidential election, not only for the United States, but for the entire planet, because I think the outcome is going to really set 
make it very clear what direction uh, we as a planet are going to take when it comes to a lot of these really difficult subjects like uh, crashed UFOs, uh, reverse engineering of extraterrestrial technologies, uh, unknown UFOs out there that are being tracked by the military and, of course, extraterrestrial life. All of these issues, uh, I think, are going to be become clearer after this election. Well, I think so, too, uh, and uh, probably more so. I would guess more so that the President Trump would be more apt to reveal information than uh, Democrat Joe Biden. That's just my guess. What do you think? Uh, definitely. I, I think uh, the uh, President Trump's uh, setting up of Space Force uh, was a really important move because I think that really sets in place a process where uh, a lot of this information will be released uh, because as long as space remained disorganized, kind of very nebulous in terms of who's out there, who's doing what out there, you know, what, what resources are different nations devoting, as long as all that was kind of like shadowy and murky, uh, I think they would have kept the, the secrets uh, for a lot longer. But I think in setting up Space Force, uh, what President Trump has done is he's introduced a firm timeline because, you know, what we know now is that Space Force is being set up very, very rapidly. They're making all, you know, major milestones, but it's still going to take a good two years from the time of their inception, which was uh, December 2019. So we're talking uh, probably by December 2021 before Space Force is really set up uh, with a strong enough foundation where it's going to be making a big difference out there. And I think that's why, that's part of the reason why uh, so much is happening right now. This newly created Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, its mission, do you think, will be what specifically? I, I think that uh, particular Pentagon Task Force, I think it's going to be something that is going to portray the whole UFO issue as this unknown threat and to really get the public to be on board with supporting uh, the Pentagon and the different military services as they deal with this unknown threat. And it, it really is to kind of put people uh, on the edge, make them uh, you know, introduce that fear factor there because you know, they don't know, and the Pentagon isn't, isn't divulging that. So you know, what, what I think we are seeing right now is multiple agendas playing out. Uh, some agendas are, are more uh, positive in terms of like uh, rolling out technology and getting uh, American industry uh, back up and building new generations of uh, anti-gravity craft. Or another set of agendas is more the nefarious agenda, which is to kind of frighten and overwhelm people uh, with uh, these kind of mysterious beings out there that are visiting us and who can outfly the best jets that we have. So, yeah, I think we've got our competing agendas, and, um, you know, all of this is coming to a head. When will they admit, Michael, that they've been lying to us all these years? Or will they ever do that? Um, I, I don't think they're going to admit that at all, George. I, th I think they're just going to uh, package uh, everything that they've done um, using... Uh, inst new institutions like Space Force as the means for rolling this out. So I think as far as the White Hats are concerned, they're, they're just going to roll out 
these secret spacecraft that they've built over the course of decades as uh, new acquisitions uh, by Space Force, and which is absolutely correct. Space Force is new, and it's newly uh, these are newly acquired technologies uh, for Space Force, and and so I, I don't think they're going to say that they've been lying at all. I, I don't think the military are very good at fessing up. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.